It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to 32 Fans in 32 Days. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? Uh, it's rolling great. Never anything better than talking about the Miami Dolphins. That's what I always look forward to. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk NBA also. Even though by the time this podcast is posted, people might have more information than we currently have. Right? Because as we are speaking, it's Thursday night. Uh, this podcast is coming out on a Saturday. There is still a three-way tie for the final slot in the playoffs in the West. And so there's going to be a play-in. We know that, but we don't exactly know who's going to be in it. We know the Grizzlies, I think, have clinched it. So it's either Portland or Phoenix. They're all 34 and 39, but Portland and Phoenix are fighting for that last spot to play the Grizzlies. Uh, Portland needs to beat the Nets. And if, uh, if they lose to the Nets, then, the, then it would be the Grizzlies against the Suns. Is that correct? Yeah, but ultimately we're not picking any of those three teams to beat the Lakers. So, but but there's well, here's the crazy part. So uh, the Memphis Grizzlies have Jean Morant, uh, you know, almost certainly going to be the Rookie of the Year. You know, one of the most exciting young players in the league, and everybody's talking about them as a young up and coming team. I was trying to convince Rob to adopt them as his team, and yet now between them, Portland and Phoenix, everybody's desperately rooting for them to not be the team to to make the eighth spot there and, and not play a series against the Lakers because. The Blazers have Dame Lillard, who has, you know, he's so hot right now that when he has 50 points in a game, it's like a bad game for him. And then the Suns, sort of very similar thing with Devin Booker plus DeAndre Ayton and everything else. So, I mean, it's crazy that the Grizzlies are sort of everyone's least preferred of these three teams right now. Uh, yeah, it's funny because if you remember, you hated my pro Grizzlies take when I had them ranked pretty high in our NBA preview 17 years ago for this season. Well, because you had them absurdly high because you were saying – you weren't. But I said that the idea was that their ceiling is John Morant becomes a superstar in year one, which didn't – like wasn't that far from happening. Well, okay. Because okay, my issue was that you, that, that you bastardized the concept of a power ranking. And instead of doing power rankings 1 to 32, you ranked the teams in likelihood to win the championship. And so a team that was a worse team but had a circumstance in which they could jump 10 spots was higher than a team who everyone would agree, including you, was a better team but had a lower ceiling, I guess, as it were. So you didn't take each team's sort of, you know, most likely outcome. You took their extreme outlier outcome. Um, yeah, but Jean Morant's been really good, but he's nowhere at the level of Booker, who's nowhere at the level of, of Lillard, obviously, right now. Um, obviously, I, I, I would want to see Portland win just because we've seen Portland go to the Western Conference Finals with this exact team before. 
So there is, they could give the Lakers a bigger run for their money than, than either Memphis uh, or Phoenix. Even though Memphis and Phoenix is young up-and-coming teams, it'd be nice to see uh, new teams involved. But anyways, for the purpose of our NBA preview, uh, playoff preview right now, it doesn't matter because we are going to pick the Lakers to beat any of those teams, including Portland, right? Correct, yes. Okay. All right. And then I think Dallas is locked into the seven and the Clippers are locked into the two. Uh, Dallas, whose offense this year, literally the greatest offense in the history of the NBA, um, statistically, uh, when Luca and, and the Zinger are both healthy, but they have no shot at hell against the Clippers. I don't know. I think it's going to be a really good series. Really? I actually think it goes seven, maybe. I just, uh, seven? So you think they have a very good chance? I just, the, the, yeah, I think they have a chance. It's just between Paul George and Kawhi, it's like the absolute kryptonite for the Mavericks. I agree, but I, I think the Clippers have been kind of sleepy. I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, that's what happens when you stay up all night at uh, you know, strip clubs in Atlanta. I, I have the Clippers winning the series in, in five, arguably a sweep, maybe even in four. No contest mm-hmm. to me. So um, are you willing to say that you'll pick Dallas to win the series or no? No, I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it, but no. Okay, all right. So we have uh, the Lakers and the Clippers, the one of the two both advancing. The 3-6 is going to be Utah and Denver. Is that for sure? Is Denver locked in? Mm-hmm. Are they? Yeah. Denver's locked in. Is, is Utah locked in? Just get the official NBA schedule out. What are you looking at? The Ch- a Chester chart? Okay, playoff basketball. Yeah, that, that would probably be helpful. Like, what, what do you? I want to know what you're looking at that you're asking these. Well, you tell me. You tell me what you're looking at now. So then you well, tell nothing, me. Well, nothing, because my, I I have so many plugs to plug into my compute, my junky laptop here. What year is this? That I had to unplug my keyboard. <laughs> well, you don't. I never told you about how my keyboard broke. That my my wife's stepfather tried to like. He's like, oh, I'm gonna make your computer much faster, and I had no interest, but I'm like, all right. Okay. And then he gave it back to me. He's like, I couldn't fix it. So uh, he gave me back a keyboard, uh, a, a laptop with no working keyboard. Uh, he's like, here's a keyboard. But he gave me a really fancy laptop. Great. So I have one and a half laptops. Perfect. You know, give this to the kids. It's junky. Except then during quarantine, my kids broke that one and another one. So now I'm on this. Uh, now my main laptop has no working keyboard. Um, so I have to u- use like a USB keyboard, which is fine, except I also had to plug my phone in because my phone is my internet right now since we moved. Um, and Surprisingly I the, good, by the way, as a mobile hotspot. Yeah, and then I have my, um, my what's it called? The, uh, the, what, do you, what do you call this thing? I don't know. Oh, podcast mic. My podcast mic. So I have like, all my USBs are full, so I don't have a keyboard. So I can't access it. That's why I need you to access it. That was the long story of telling you why. Okay, fine. Anyways, I opened it up. Yeah, so Denver-Utah is officially the 3-6 matchup. Um, mm-hmm. I-, I think this is a very bad matchup for Utah just because, like, Gobert, even though in theory you want him to be against a team at the center because then they can't run him off the floor the way, like, the Warriors used to do. But uh, at, mm-hmm. on the other hand, Jokic has so dominated him that uh, I think this is very unfavorable for Utah. So I'm going to have Denver winning this series. And I'm going to put it in between five and six, probably five. Um, you have Denver in five? Yeah. Yeah, I'll say Denver in six. Okay. All right. And then the four five matchup, uh, who's the four, who's the five yet to be determined? Although it really doesn't matter because home field is not a, a home court is not there, a real there thing. There is no home year. court. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Just, you know, Bill Simmons uh, just found that out. What do you mean? He like had a revelation during an episode recently. He was like, "Oh, I just realized there's no home court Wait, <laughs> during the playoffs." What? 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 Yeah. 
Are you, did you stop listening to Bill Simmons? If so, you're smart. Are no, you no I, longer a Simmons completist? No, I still, I'm still a Simmons completist. And I, I, I skip his podcast if it's about the challenge or if it's about wrestling. But other than that, I'm going to listen to everyone. I'm not proud of it, but it's what I do. Um, yeah, so right. OKC okay, so or Houston? I think Houston's going to win that series. Yeah, so, so this is going to be the most interesting matchup, obviously. Uh, OKC is going to be, you know, Simmons is going to be rooting for them hard, obviously. Um, I just think that, I think that, you know, Westbrook really took over this team in the second half of the season, and then Harden sort of has reemerged in the bubble. I, I think that as impressive as what Oklahoma City has done this year is, you know, everybody assumed that Chris Paul was, I mean, to go back again a million years, as you said, like everybody assumed at the time of the trade that Chris Paul was going to be traded to the Timberwolves, actually. Uh, likely for Wiggins and a bunch of stuff at the time. Um, that never happened. Instead, we got D'Lo, which sort of sucks because I'm not a D'Lo fan. Um, and Chris Paul took a team that was basically supposed to be tanking that has a zillion draft picks in the next few years and has him as a, as a four seed in the West. It's just a, a truly a, an incredible accomplishment for a one-year rental. I mean, there's no chance Chris Paul comes back, right? I don't – I mean, you tried I don't to ask know. On, I, I you don't tried know. to ask on yesterday's podcast who's the biggest NBA guy to move. To me, Chris Paul, you know – Undoubtedly, is going somewhere in the offseason. I guess. But I don't know if that's the, like, is that the biggest guy? Yeah. 34 well, year old Chris Paul. Probably not, but he could, join, he could join the Lakers. That would be very interesting. If the All Lakers right. do not win the title, I think Chris Paul joins the Lakers. If they do win the title, it's sort of like, you know, it, it's sort of like when Durant went to the Warriors. I, I, you can't really go to the team that just won, but you can go to the team that just fell short, and then you get to sort of be the reason that they mm-hmm. get over the hump. So that's my prediction right now as of August 13th. Um, but what's your pick? So you're picking Houston to beat Oklahoma City. So am I. But I think uh, I think this one will definitely go at least six games. Yeah, I think it's going to be a back and forth, very ugly series. All right. So we're going to be like a fight in the hallway. We're pretty chalky in the West. Uh, the Orlando Magic somehow are stealing a playoff spot when, you know, the the, uh, the Portland's and the Phoenix. I mean, the first round in the NBA is very frequently chalky. Yeah. Um, I'd say the I mean, West is more is above. Uh, yeah, the West this year appears to be above average, sort of interesting. Like. The the quote no, unquote the West is, teams, I mean, like, the eight seeds routinely win forty eight games in the West. You know? No, but I'm saying yeah, but then they but the one seed you know also went sixty four and eighteen or is a super team you know and, and well like, I mean like, well the, yeah well okay the Warriors but the two seven matchups and you know we've seen tons of ups I mean not not but only I'm saying we, Dallas and Utah the, are frisky seven and six I mean the not the, historically good the, but the Pelicans with 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 Antonio Davis a couple of years ago were were they a six seed when not only did they win the series but they swept Portland in four games. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've, we've seen that quite a bit in the West because everybody in the West is so good. The difference between two and seven in the West is usually like three games or something like that. But yeah, so in the East, Bucks are playing the Magic. And Giannis, will Giannis play even 26 minutes in any game in the series? No, it's just a waste of time series. No. Um, the Raptors are going to play the uh, Brooklyn Nets. Same concept. Even a bigger waste of time, probably. Yeah. Um, and then Boston against Philly in the 3-6. You know... It would have been interesting. I mean, Philly, Philly was going to disappoint anyways, obviously, but I think this would have been an interesting series to watch if Ben Simmons was healthy, uh, it was playing at all, if Joel Embiid was healthy. Just at this point, Philly, who even knows who's going to be suiting up for them? I mean, we know Simmons will not be. Um, and so the Celtics, I think, unfortunately, because I can't stand the Celtics, I think the Celtics are going to advance here. Yeah, Celtics are definitely going to advance. I'd say Celtics in five even. Okay, so the best series in the East, uh, like the West, will be the 4-5, which makes sense. Uh, right now, the teams are tied, so we don't know who's going to have that uh, massive advantage of, of home court. Heat Pacers, uh, this is a Miami podcast. We're talking about the Dolphins ostensibly, so uh, I'm going to pick the Heat here over the Pacers. Uh, the Pacers are a team that just has, I mean, they've actually, you know, they've been a little bit better as of late, um, but I, I just, 
their big issue has been, you know, with Victor Oladipo, you know, still not back to, to 100% health. The question has been, like, who's going to score for them? And it's become TJ Warren in the bubble, obviously, scoring 30 points a game. But I don't know. I think, I think is that going to continue against Jimmy Butler, against Jimmy Butler for uh, uh, six games? I don't think so. Uh, I, I actually think Indiana's going to win the series. I don't know if it's going to be all TJ Warren, but I, I like Indiana oh, wow. to win the series. Okay. Yeah. So Miami is the team I was most wrong on. I think in the preseason, I predicted them to go to win like 40 games. And I did not understand why people were high on them. I did not understand why Jimmy Butler had, you know, left Philly to sign this max contract there. I thought, okay, he's doing it because a year or two from now, they'll recruit someone else. That's what they always do. Um, I'm very surprised how quickly they turned around. Obviously, I didn't realize that Bam Adebayo um, was going to become a, you know, an all-star, uh, you know, so quickly. So, Wait, can I tell you a funny thing that I'm not yeah. sure people have picked up on yet as we speak, but I'm sure by the time the listeners hear it, they have. Um, the famous NBA TV series still exists, even with quadruple headers somehow. TNT, I guess, decided they'd rather show, like, a rerun of Charmed at 1.30 on Tuesdays than Brooklyn-Toronto. So the Brooklyn... The Brooklyn Toronto games are three of three of the four or three of the early ones that are on uh, NBA TV still. Well, Brooklyn Toronto and Milwaukee Orlando are unwatchable. Those mm-hmm. are preseason games. It doesn't matter. All right. So the only disagreement we have in the first round is you have the Pacers beating the Heat, and I have the Heat beating the Pacers in five. I'll give TJ Warren one game where he explodes for thirty-five points, but other than that, um, I just I, I'm I love Bam as much as I hate him as a person. I love Jimmy Butler's game, and um, you know. A lot of pieces on Miami that we'll talk about, I guess, in the next round. So, um, all right. So, why don't we start with that series since we have different teams? I have Bucks against Heat. You have Bucks against Pacers. Either way, the Bucks are winning, so we don't need to spend too much time yeah, yeah. who they're going to play. No, no, right? that's not a question. Okay. No. Uh, on the other hand, I mean, the Bucks have really been, you know, not trying in the bubble. Now, part of it's because they were locked into the one seed so long ago. Do, do we think that there's any kind of rust, or, or they get rid of the rust? No, maybe in game one, but not long term. Okay. No. All right, so I, I do have takes about the Heat, but maybe we'll talk about them in a week or two when they're actually playing the Bucs because I have some opinions about that team. Um, we're trying to rush here because we got to get through this in 32 minutes, and we do have to talk about the Dolphins a little bit. Uh, got to talk some Tua. Do we? I'm not yeah. sure we're going to get there. But oh, sure. well, we, we, how much – did we spend 90 seconds on Washington on the first of these? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about Washington. All right, so let's try and beat those 90 seconds. All right, so the Raptors-Celtics – I don't think there's going to be much of a series. Uh, I, I, I'm not very impressed with the Celtics. I'm going to take the Raptors in. Uh, yeah, this is clearly going to be Toronto-Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So Toronto-Milwaukee is the Eastern Conference. So we'll come back to that in a second. Let's go to the West. Lakers-Rockets. Any chance we pick the Rockets here? I mean, you can. I, I, don't, like, I mean, here's Lakers my question. Who's guarding James Harden and who's cu- and guarding Russell Westbrook? Mm-hmm. And you can counteract and say who's covering LeBron and and, and Davis and, and those are valid questions because you know Houston's tallest player is six five but I just I, I I really think that Houston I'm not going to say they're going to win this series but I think it's going to go to six games. Yeah, no, I think it's a bad matchup for them. Um, uh, maybe it's a good matchup. I don't know. I don't know just because they're so short. Uh, I, I like the Lakers. I like the Lakers in six there. Okay. It is right, so, so weird that like that the numbers don't matter because of the home the home court thing. Yeah. All right, Clippers-Nuggets. I'm going to be rooting so hard for the Nuggets in this series. I absolutely love everything they do. I love Jokic. I, I do not like the Clippers uh, very much. But um, I'm, going to say, I'm going to say the Nuggets can stretch it to seven, but I'm going to say the Clippers in seven. No, I'm going with the Nuggets. I think. I, oh, I don't know. yes. I just, nice. Yeah. Wow. Well, because I hate Kawhi so much. Yeah, it's interesting how you've turned on Kawhi because you insisted he was the best player in the NBA forever. Well, he's great. No, no, I mean, listen, I had them winning it all last year. That turned out well. But yeah. I, I just don't uh, – I hate him, so I'm rooting against him. 
Okay. All right. So, all right. So then, and it's not the best player in the NBA. All right, so I, I'm I'm excited that you say that because I thought going seven was a little bit of a hot take for me because people think the Nuggets are not a team that's uh, you know matches up well with the Clippers, um, Lakers Clippers for me Lakers Nuggets for you. Although I'm rooting for the Nuggets against the Clippers, I would be rooting for the Lakers against the Nuggets because I I want another title for LeBron because yeah you know, I'm I'm annoyed by the, we want the everyone to realize they're better than MJ yeah yeah basically, um but who who's your pick uh, for you Lakers Nuggets. The Lakers, but I'm unhappy that I sort of have them going out of the West, but I just I, like who's beating them. I, 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 wasn't I mean, their backcourt is so, anything. so bad. So it bad. really is. It, when, you're, when it's 2020 and you're like rooting for Rajon Rondo to come back, that's not Yeah, that's and not Danny good. Green. Yeah. I mean, Danny Green will give you one game in this playoffs with seven threes. But he'll also yeah, give but you, like, but also give you four was, games where he goes 0 for 6. Yeah, Danny Green was like slow as a rookie. Now he's like glacial. Yeah. Remember that time that there was talk in the middle of the finals that he'd win every uh, finals MVP over you know Duncan and I wanted to like shoot six people. Um, all right, so let's go to the East. Um, Bucks Raptors. Is there any chance the Raptors can win this series? Yeah, I think there's a chance. I think the chance is that like the, either the Bucks have an injury or for whatever reason the Bucks never turn it on. I think the Raptors are live. Dog. I you could make a case like that these could end up like two weeks from now we could say you know what those are the two best teams. Like I, I we can't say it until they actually play real teams in the second round. Because yeah. there's nothing they could do in the first round. They could shut a team out in the first round. It wouldn't really ultimately impress us. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I think like there is a chance that Toronto is better than Lakers. Yeah. But I'm going to go with Milwaukee versus LA. All right. I'm going to name some bucks and you are going to guess their three point shooting percentage this season. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Giannis. This is a nice. Giannis, uh, 30, 30, 34. No, you're way too high. He's at 30, which is a big accomplishment. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Chris Middleton? Uh, I'm going to say 36. 42. Oh, yeah. yeah I, okay. I would have guessed like 39. 42, very, very good. Um, George Hill? My old buddy, George Hill from IUPUI. I'm going to say 39. 46. George Hill is reigning threes. I've always been a George Greg Hill Popovich, fan. If you, ask, if you ask Greg Popovich about George Hill, he says he's his favorite player he's ever coached. I've always been a huge George Hill fan. I think he really gets a, a lot of unbridled hate. Although, you know what gets even more hate is Eric Bledsoe, who I think has been you know a borderline all-star for this team for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, well, we're talking about Bledsoe. What's Bledsoe shooting this year? I'll say a 40. No, so he's, he's at 34.7 this year. So, okay. so yeah, there's really so, no rhyme or reason to, to this question. It's not like they're all great or they're all bad. They're all over the place. Yeah, well, and then, well, the only other one that surprised me a little because I would have thought it would have been higher is Brooke Lopez. Um, okay. He's at 31 and a half. He should not be shooting anymore. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, maybe a little bit to, to, you know, to, to force the center to step out on him, but when you're shooting 31 and a half percent in the modern NBA, you should not be shooting threes. Do you think like one of the brothers of like one of the, there's a lot of brother duos left is going to end, like a Brooke Robin thing is going to end up like when their team loses? Uh, be, like be the guest, you know, they're all uh, led deaf guests, like at some point in the playoffs, be the well, guest, the other guys. Well, there's no way Robin would leave because Robin at least wants to hang out at Disney World, right? Right. I'm sure well, those guys would be in Disney all day. Yeah. But does he have to count as a guest if he's already in the bubble as an NBA player? Well, I think you have to leave. They're kicking those guys out right away. I thought those guys in. wanted to leave. You're saying that they have to leave? They both. I, yeah, I, they want to leave and they have to leave. Yes. Yeah, interesting. All right. Um, they, they weren't allowed, like they gave, they gave them like rooms at a local hotel to shower and then leave. Like none of these guys were allowed back to the hotel after their losses today. Yeah. Anyway, I think that, I think that um, the Raptors obviously have massively overperformed this year. It was Siakam in November and then, uh, you know, Siakam cooled down. And I think people, uh, I think people realized that Nick Nurse, it's a consensus now that Nick Nurse is the best coach in the NBA, right? 
and your oh, boy right Pop, now, yeah. your boy Pop, by the way, uh, you know, not looking so great it. at this point. Yeah. What are you supposed to do? They had a bad team. Like they actually played very well in the bubble. Yeah, I, they didn't I would... try today. They didn't try today because they knew they were knocked out. The Rosen didn't play, but th- they played great in the bubble. No, I, w- I would say the Pop should retire, honestly. And you know, I-, I think at this point he can only hurt his legacy. Right? He's not. No, I don't a... think he could hurt it. They're not going to win a title, but well, I, don't, he... I don't think he's... they're going to have a good draft pick. Mm. White right. played great. White great. I, I don't know. I... Problem. The problem is that DeRozan and Aldridge for some reason can't play well together because DeRozan was atrocious all year. Aldridge didn't come to the bubble, and DeRozan was great in the bubble. Yeah. All right. So we have the chalkiest chalk. We both have the Lakers and Bucks in the NBA Finals. Yeah. People but keep I'm, saying I'm this is the year the where eight, this is the year where eight different teams can win, and you maybe. Both saying, I mean, listen. If if I saw Dallas in the finals, you know, six weeks from now, I wouldn't be. My mind would not be blown. If if the Dallas Toronto, Mavericks, if Toronto wins okay. it all again, I wouldn't be so shocked. If, Rob's Toronto Raptors. Toronto is more possible than Dallas because Toronto, there's really only one team that is very, very insurmountable, which is, you know, the Bucks for them. I, I don't think that the Celtics are going to pose too much of a challenge for them. And, and obviously the Nets are mm-hmm. a joke. They're, okay. Well, how about this? Can the Lakers win a title? Yeah, yeah. I'm picking the Lakers win the title. Can the Clippers oh, I see win what the title? You're doing. Well, could they? No, you think they're losing to Denver in the second round. I'm asking, can they win the title? You're saying that they're not. Well, of if course they, they can, re- but we're not talking about what if can they happen. It, what if they happen. replayed it 20 times, would the Clippers win one of them? Out of 20? Sure. Yeah. Okay, Denver. Um, zero to one time. Right. And then is there anybody else you think would win? Would Utah or, Den- or Dallas or any of those teams? Or uh, Houston, Houston or OKC? Houston, again, is a zero to one situation. So it's, and it's everybody really, else is zero. I saying. really, I, I, what about I, Portland Dame goes to me. There's really only, night. there's only four teams that can win. It's the Lakers, the Clippers, the Bucks, and the Raptors. I'm sorry. I don't buy into this. Just the top two seeds. Now I agree. Nobody like Miami, Indiana, Boston, Philly can't win. I agree. Nobody, nobody else in the East. You know what? Can. I could see a scenario where Portland wins, honestly, because so Portland, By the, way, wins the a- NBA should have, NBA should have scrapped the conferences once they got to the bubble. Cause it should have been like every single one of these West teams would have been competitive. Like they wouldn't have beaten Milwaukee or Toronto, but they would have like won a game or two and been fun. Yeah, but it's unfair to teams, to, you know. To be I know, but yeah. it's. I mean, the team that's in the eight nine, like the eight nine situation in the East, didn't even didn't isn't even the ninth team. Like some of those teams were so bad that like the Charlotte Hornets who weren't here have a better winning percentage now than them. Yeah. So then Orlando. All right. So why don't we uh, switch the Miami Dolphins now? We have a few minutes left. Miami, yeah. So we haven't even said the name to Tagovailoa yet, and um, Dolphins. You know, we t- some of the teams we've talked about have had no turnover for whatever reason. A couple of the teams we talked about, like Indianapolis and Pittsburgh, have basically had zero turnover. But the Dolphins uh, have had a ton of turnover, and they also resigned a lot of their own guys. They took Byron Jones away from Dallas. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jordan Howard, Shaq uh, Lawson, Eric Flowers, the terrible giant, Kyle Van Noy. Ogba, they didn't really lose anybody. Now they didn't have well because they had given away everybody of value during the season already. Yeah, they gave away everybody, but so it's really just guys in. Yeah. Uh, do you know who yeah. led Miami in rushing last season? R- among running backs, maybe maybe Fitz led them. I'm not sure, but among running backs, if I give you an hour, you couldn't get it. An hour? I play fantasy. You couldn't football. get it with Mark Walton with 201 yards. That's not true. Yeah, it is true. That's amazing. <laughs> 201 yards was their leading running back. Yeah. Whew, that is not good. Um, no, it's bad. They, they signed Jordan Howard, didn't they? Yeah, they just mentioned him. Howard okay. and Breda. Oh, and Breda. They added okay. Howard and Breda. 
Yeah. All right. Um, the rare time where I agree with a team going for a old running back, just because. Well, like, hold on a second. Let, let, let's come. To, let, let Let's stick with the quarterback before we go to running back. Is Tua starting uh, from okay. day one, or are they gonna let Ryan Fitzpatrick run the show? Oh, we don't know. I don't think we know yet. Okay. We have to wait for the preseason. <laughs> what What do you, well, What do you think they're gonna do? I think Tua probably plays. If I mean, not Fitzpatrick one, actually played very well the second half. No, of Fitzpatrick's the excellent. Fitzpatrick which is why the Steelers should have demanded season. him in the Fitzpatrick trade, in the Minka Fitzpatrick, yeah. Fitzpatrick trade. All right, you're still you're still hung up on that from last year. Yeah, I it annoyed me all, all last season. The Dolphins were openly trying to lose, and they had a a cali- like an NFL caliber quarterback, and Duck Hodges was you know starting for the Steelers, who were obviously making a trade to win now. So it made no sense to me at the time. It still doesn't. Um, you know, is by the, the way, AM- you just said you just called for Greg Popovich to retire. He just officially said he is returning next year. Okay. All right. Well, uh, good for him. Um, okay. So, so what is – what do you – if you're a Dolphins fan, what do you want to see between two and Fitzpatrick? Is there a world in which the Dolphins can win this division or make the playoffs with Fitzpatrick? The thing that makes me nervous about a rookie QB is, uh, you know, this insane season is the worst possible time for rookie QBs. So you almost think, like – it really makes sense to play behind like a crafty veteran for a couple of weeks. Just see how the offense runs. Imagine yourself out there, you know, maybe be like next to whoever's calling the plays. It's insane to put a rookie, even even one as talented who's played in. I mean, two has played like on better teams than the Dolphins already. Um, but I, I, it just to me seems unless you're supremely confident in your offensive line, which is also like a new group and, and is not particularly good or has not been particularly good in the past. I, I'd probably not play him, even though in a normal season, I think you definitely play him. If he has reps, I think you, there's no way you can play him. By the way, we didn't say our rankings. Uh, the listeners have the Dolphins at 30. Uh, I have them at 28. You have them all the way up at 25. So you think this I have team is not so terrible? I have 25 because I think, no, I think they are terrible, but it's the John Morant rule, where it's like maybe two is the best player in the NFL. You know what I mean? Uh, it's probably not uh, going to happen. But yeah, if it is, then it's like not literally the best player, but if he is a like a – top four QB in the AFC, like they could easily yeah. make the playoffs. Okay, so Where's our cumulative ranking is 27, by the way. So we're talking about the 27th ranked Miami Dolphins. I think we could both agree, like, as, as much as it pains me to say, like, two is ceiling right now is higher than Sam Darnold's, right? And higher than Josh Allen's. So. I mean, I guess Hopkins. because, yeah, because Darnold has been underwhelming the first couple of years. So, mm-hmm. all right. So who's Tua or Fitzpatrick throwing the ball to? Devontae Parker, who was a fantasy sleeper slash bust, in 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018, 20. Yeah, you made Finally. fun of me because I said I'd like Devante Parker last year. Uh, well, this, it was just such it was such a, it was such a post hype thing to say because people had been literally saying that for five years about him, and every yeah. single year. But after that, well. there's basically nothing. They lost they lost their veterans to to sort of COVID sit outs, and um, uh, no idea. I mean, they have Jakeem Grant, who's more of like a speedy you know trick yeah, guy. I would and sell all happens. the Devante Parker stock. I understand he had a good. No, year. I, I don't disagree. Nice oh, I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. That was probably his career year. I think Fitzpatrick and Parker both played out of their minds second half of the season relative to what we could expect reasonably. Also, um, uh, their tight end Mike Gesicki, he he was very good the second half of the year. I'm speaking mostly as a fantasy football player. Yeah, Gesicki, I, I, I have not gotten. Have you gotten into fantasy at all yet? No, I have not, not even looked. But I know no, Matthew right. Barry's been talking about Gesicki the last few days. Okay, I'm not excited about fantasy. I I'm sure that. That will change, but I don't know. I sent out like for a league today, like, hey, are we getting the, the gang back together? And I got one response. So, and, and I think everyone's joining. It's just, I, I feel like there's, it, there's no enthusiasm right now. Yeah. Uh, the Dolphins going to pro football focus. I wonder, I wonder if it's like the numbers. Yeah, you go first. They had the worst offensive line uh, in the NFL last year when it came to pass protection. Yes. 
But the good news is when it came to run uh, – oh, they were also last in the NFL. <laughs> well, we just said Mark Walton ran for 201 yards. Fitzpatrick beat him by yeah. 40 yards. But uh, Austin they, Jackson, their first-round draft pick, um, the uh, pro football focus says he has a lot of work to do to become a viable NFL starter, which is not great when you are drafting a starting left tackle in the first round. Yeah, there's a lot of projects on this team. There is some upside. Uh, I, their offensive line, yeah, was, like you said, historically bad. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't, I, I like the work, the work to do comes over. Eric Flowers, one of the most blind giants of the, of like a decade, but was fine in Washington mm. is going to start. Um, I don't know. It just, I, there's, there's not a the lot really, to be excited With a really about. bad offensive line, do you want to trot out the 40 year old Fitzpatrick or do you want, or do you want to risk, you know, to injury your, your top draft pick, you know, quarterback? I just, well, that's what I don't we know said. What it's like a lose I think the answer is you start with Fitzpatrick. You could always make it – like Fitzpatrick's not going to be like, what the hell, if you yank him in week yeah, one. Yeah, I guess he's like, there because he wants to. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and, again, he was good last year with this awful offensive line, so they can't get any worse. All right, uh, we have a few minutes left before our bomb hits yeah, I like their off. secondary, Byron Jones and Xavier Howard. Yeah. Um, they they have you know they have some good players on the defense. Ray I mean, they, they just sort of added so many guys. I mean, Van Noy they added Jack Lawson. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned all these guys. Team right? that needed the preseason probably more than the other thirty-one teams. This is yeah. the team was one out of thirty. You know, first out of thirty-two that needed the preseason. Yeah, Raekwon McMillan with one of my favorite names. I just love the name Raekwon. I like the name McMillan. I have a baby coming. Uh, getting a name uh, within a couple of days. Maybe it'll be Raekwon. Or would you name it McMillan as a middle name? Do you remember Eric McMillan, the Jets' safety, made a Pro Bowl or two in the early 90s? Uh, His dad was Ernie McMillan. He's high on your charts. He's a very good tackle. Mm. Uh, He was on those Cardinals teams that, like, you played for 18 years, but you never made the playoffs once. That's what happened to you on the Cardinals. Uh, By the way, uh, here's a – so we had – you had the Steelers 6 and the Dolphins 25. Pro Football Focus has the Dolphins with a better better chance of making the playoffs than the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, maybe that's just because like there's the, the spot to win the division in the AFC yes. North doesn't so, really exist, yes. whereas... The division is very, very bad. Um, I mean, the Patriots, a big question mark, What you know, whether Cam's healthy, what they're going to get. You know, their, their elite defense has lost a whole bunch of guys to opt out, so they're a huge question mark. The Bills went 10-6 and six last year. Uh, you know, obviously upgraded receiver with Stephon Diggs. I'm very low on Josh Allen, and I think that's a team that's going to regress. And then uh, and you, I think the Jets had even ranked lower than Washington on your ranking. So the division is there for the taking, and that's not something we've said about this division literally in two decades. I, I still think it's not there for the taking. I think if Cam is, like, semi-competent, that's still the best team. Okay, okay so you're taking the Patriots. Um, so what's your prediction for the Dolphins? And their over-under is six. So, okay, win total six. I, I think I go under because I'm fine if I push, you know? I don't think they get the seven, so I'm happy to do that. Yeah, I'm... I, Especially I think... because, like, if you're if news is coming out that he... I, I mean, maybe it's better, like, for the win total if Fitzpatrick starts a few weeks, but first few weeks, I'm not sure. Yeah, I would... I'm going to take the over. I think that... Um, I, I think six is a pretty good number, but I think seven is likely because I just think that division is wide open. Uh, yeah, I mean, they have a lot of easy games. But they, they also, like, those teams are all going to get smoked by the NFC West. The AFC East playing the NFC West is a big mismatch. The be- it's the best division versus the worst division. Um, yeah. Uh, we haven't ranked divisions. Can we rank the divisions? Can we rank the divisions? Do we have enough time? Or let's have it. Let's, let's, is that, can be, that be a tease for? Wait, let's spin the wheel for the next episode, actually. All right, okay. Uh, we're idea. spinning the wheel we for the next episode. It will be the drum roll, please. 
the Jets Arizona Cardinals. Okay, that's a team that's available. Should we get the British guy back for that? <laughs> we also had that really obnoxious guy. Remember that other year? We had a terrible Cardinal. He was really obnoxious, remember? And then we did the whole division the next year and we brought him back and everybody hated him. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Go go look no, at our archives. We had, I think, go look we at ever... the tw- we had British Bird Gang one year who didn't talk, and then we had a guy who was really obnoxious, um, an asshole, I think is the term that people prefer to use. I, I don't remember. two words or one word, depending on who you ask. I, I think we email the guy we email for the draft picks is Yosef Felsen. I'm not sure if he's ever been on this podcast. No, that's not the, the asshole um, I'm talking about. Uh, you know, I'm actually going to go look this up right now. I know, because... I know. Yeah, but don't say his name if it's someone we know. No, it's not someone we know. It's for sure not. I don't remember who. Is it just someone we found from Reddit, maybe? Must be someone we found. No, he had. He was like a big YouTube guy. He didn't want to give his real name. He wanted to give his YouTube name. Do you remember? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That sucks. Yeah, that guy. That guy was bad. But we had him like two years in a row because. Oh, he started a fight. Yeah, he started a fight on the division one. Yeah. Yeah, I had food poisoning. I was like out for some of those division ones. Yeah, I think. Yeah, you did miss that division one. I think. Um. All right. So we got the Cardinals. All right, we got bombed. Fine. How do we get bombed? I haven't even been recording for thirty-two minutes. Oh really? Yeah. Maybe my timer's off. Should we keep talking for another thirty seconds? Yeah, we could. I think we. I, I don't think we're on. Right, uh, so what, what did say. we say we're gonna do? We first of all, we, have you watched? Have you been watching the NHL playoffs? Did you watch the five OT game? No, I was following it online, but five OTs. I I haven't watched five OT hockey game since eleventh grade. I remember. What was that? What was it? Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.